Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast. which means hello in Estonian. Hello, Tervist. And a uh, big welcome for you both uh, joining me on the Talk Music Podcast. And, um, you know, this is really exciting for me because you guys are actually my first European guests. So I'm thrilled about that. Thank you. And Rambo, you're, you're Finnish, you. right? And Marco, you're Estonian, correct? I, did I get that right? No, I am Estonian. I am Estonian. Oh, you're Estonian, but you live in, in uh, Somme, in Finland. Even now, I am living again in Estonia. Okay. And Marco, you're fully Estonian and you're living in uh, in Esti somewhere, right? In Estonia. Yes, I live in Tartu, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. terrific. Everybody out there that does know me knows that I also speak Estonian. And uh, although my Estonian is what I call kitchen Estonian, but uh, it's okay. And uh, uh, I had the honor of bringing you both to Toronto a few years ago when I was artistic director of Estonian Music Week. And um, I still have some uh, flashbacks about you guys playing is it was a wonderful, uh, special, great night out. So um, before we get rolling with questions, I just want to tell you both that I think what you're both doing is very highly original. And so congrats for that. Uh, That's hard to do. (laughs) So here's my first question. Are you guys real zombies? Because you describe yourself as playing zombie folk. So I have to ask that question is, uh, are you zombies in real life? Yeah, well, uh, it's thank you, but uh, the the zombies are not our, not not us, but the instruments. Aha! Yeah. And how did that come about? So, that uh, way to describe yourself as zombie folk, which is really clever and uh, uh, attracted my attention a few years ago right away. Okay, it is uh, because the tradition of playing uh, talharpa. Our instrument is called talharpa. Yes, and um, it died out. It was it was dead for a while. Nobody played it, and uh-huh. now there is a revival going on. So, if somebody has been dead for a while and then moves and walks and uh, and acts and is you know, <laughs> but there are some differences because we use electronics, so the sound is a little bit different. Yes. So the tall harpa was. Um popular in the middle ages and uh it seemed to go away and then you have now brought it back so how how did you discover to to come back to it and make it sound so so unique sounding with electronics yeah we we just both we uh, we discovered it uh separately uh we didn't know each other back then so it was for me it was more than 20 years ago in Vilandi. i saw a band uh, uh, called virbel and they were performing and i was I was uh, enchanted by the by the sound of this instrument, Hiukannel uh, or Talharpa. Uh, it has different names, and uh, then then I started taking. Uh, I I I checked uh, if it's possible for a grown-up person who 
who is interested in in playing an instrument is it possible to learn it somewhere and and then i was working in Vilandi at that time in Vilandi academy of culture and uh, where where they also teach uh, uh, traditional music and uh, i had the opportunity to start taking classes from one uh, talharpa player uh, one of the maybe five or six by that time there was not mo- more at, in estonia at that time sure uh, yeah and um, and then first i practiced alone and then maybe five years later i i met uh, uh, ramo at one gathering where they they organized a huge gathering of uh, people who played tall harp or, or similar instruments yes and then uh since that we have been meeting regularly like now first we met only on during these camps or gatherings and uh, and then we discovered we have the similar similar taste and urge or to experiment and to look what what other things you can do with a very traditional instruments besides playing traditional music and ramo has a long career in in music, yeah, I was just going to ask you what what was your background before you started playing ta- the uh, tal harpa. My background was social sciences. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So you weren't uh, in other bands uh, like as a musician full time or anything? Not at all. Uh, no, it was a hobby hobby for me for a long time. Okay, and about you, Ramo? I was studying uh, flute when I was a kid, classical flute, and after after high school, I went to went to the Georgotsu Music School, which is kind of pop and jazz and a bit classical uh, music school. And I, I studied there flute, classical flute, two years. And my flute teacher told me that you're never going to be good flute player because you have so bad techniques, you have so bad tongue, you <laughs> okay. have Neanderthal tongue. Okay, give up. It's not possible. Yeah, and I stopped it. And, and then, of course, I, I, I made music by, I was playing also guitar and started to play a little bit bass and mandolin and, and then I went to the art academy. I, I graduated as painter, art painter and during the art academy I started to make music a bit more electronically and my solo artist name was called Pastakas because I started to draw by ballpoint pen. Pastakas means ballpoint pen in Estonian and then I played alone with all, all these instruments and yeah. So you're a multi-instrumentalist. Yes. And so that was a perfect match for you to, to meet Marco. You just sort of hit it off and realized you could complement each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the electronics and we, came from mostly you, Ramo, from your background in electronics? Uh, no, in the beginning, yes, because I used Looper as my solo, in my solo and, and effects and then... I introduced to Marco and uh, what Marco doing with these effects is very nice. He used it very, very nice way. And because yeah. it's very unique, uh, uh, particularly with your instrument, using a looper is not unique. But of course, using it with uh, traditional instruments is is very unique. And uh, mm-hmm. and so um, was um, humor always a part of it? Because uh, y- you guys are are great musically, but you're also very humorous. Uh, did that come how did that come about was that natural like an organic thing you just started looking at each other and going hey uh, <laughs> because you you have a lot of humor going on 
Yeah, we, it was not planned like that. We just wanted to perform and people started laughing. So, that's how <laughs> okay. so you started as serious musicians. Very serious. Oh, okay. And it just sort of uh, became, oh, we're really good musically, but look at us. We're also funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we first first it, we didn't plan it, but then we it somehow started to work like that because of course we we talk between songs and uh, introduce them and and somehow it, it evolved naturally, like organically, which is which is the best yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, there were some contrasts in the way we look and what kind of uh, talk uh, we talk, and uh, they start to work uh, entertaining. So when you were starting off, were you? Were, how did you get going? Were you popular with the college kids, people that were looking for something different? Because you were certainly, you know, you certainly weren't normal. <laughs> I say that in a very complimentary way. Yeah, that was the very original crowd, maybe yes, because when we started, we we mostly thought we are, we are addressing mostly like alternative underground scene, mm -hmm. uh, but um, very quickly we. Very quickly, we discovered that uh, also people on very different age groups are, are a good audience for us. How about the um, the crazy um, lyrics that you guys come up with and the and the the strange um, you know Polish TV heroes, uh, wind turbines, you know fat cakes? People don't generally talk talk about that kind of stuff, and it's hilarious. So I'm wondering, does that come from you watching some uh, crazy TV shows, uh, like about zombies or something? Well, um, there are many, many layers to these things as, as always. It all depends what kind of uh, background you have if you enjoy music, uh, especially if you, if you are listening to uh, so-called uh, traditional music or music influence, like we, we are somewhere in between. Yeah? We play very traditional instruments and we make references to the traditional repertoire sometimes. Sure. But but it's like ninety five percent is is our own music, very like uh, it is contemporary, modern pop or whatever underground little bit, and um, and then uh, uh, there are some references which are understood in one way in Estonia and maybe completely different way somewhere else, and uh, but it works uh, any uh, any anyhow <laughs> or anyway, yeah. So uh, so it is. Um, like uh, these days, our last album is called The Last Cross Country Skier, Vilmana uh, Suusataja. So we we are singing, uh, there are quite many songs which have some connection with cross country skiing. On that <laughs> yes, I know. Which and, a lot of Europeans uh, love doing and we do too here in North America. So. Yes, yes, very well. And uh, and not not so much in the... It's only in the northern Europe and a little bit somewhere else also, but in middle Europe. But of course, there was, there is kind of, there is, I don't know. It we, we didn't plan it. We when we start making songs or when we start uh, singing uh, or uh, or jamming together, then we just come up with uh, some texts or or moments uh, or uh, or some phrases which might have. Sometimes absurd meaning or or different ways to interpret them. So we 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 love to give leave the interpretation open. Well, Marco, you almost have your own language there because when I was listening closely to some of the lyrics, it was kind of like you almost had your own language sort of um, 
he has he has his language there. Yeah, and it's sort of jammed right into the Estonian, but it's so cool because you you're just sort of waiting for the next line to come up and going. Hmm, let me see if I can understand what that means. Oh, okay, I can't. Let's hear, let's hear the next one, and but it all makes sense somehow in the in the, in the big picture. It just sort of uh, and it's so entertaining because you don't know what's coming up. Uh, it's almost like your own language is has been has been uh, made there somehow. So yeah, that is uh, a huge part of the text that you hear is just pure improvisation and uh, and um, not pure because sometimes we repeat the same uh, uh, like made up language mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes when we we sing with Ramo together in two two different voices, then we say the same same phrases. But they don't have any exact meaning in uh, any very specific language. But they they are more abstract, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so. just to mention, as when I um, when I brought you to Canada, I, I also invited a lot of my non-Estonian friends to the show, and they were all raving because not only were you entertaining musically, and the lyrics as we just spoke were so off the wall, you know, and they were scratching their head, going, "Wow, I've never heard anybody sing about that before." But then you got everybody up dancing. And and the whole crowd, young and old, everybody was up moving, and everybody was just laughing and having a great time. I mean, that's really hard to do. Um, so um, that that must be something that uh, translates around the world for you, is because um, I know you've been playing a lot of big festivals, and you've also toured some very interesting countries like uh, like China, for example. So. Um, what are some of the the, the uh, countries that y- you know you've played and and have loved playing and would like to go back to, or or they uh, have they all been sort of um, very accepting of you and uh, you know you can't wait to go back. Oh, of course we can't wait to go back. I I can't name any country that uh, we would say that no, we will not go back there anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no. that's good. That's good. No, I'm, I'm, and how was China? Were they very polite there? Did they just sit down and were yeah, sort of yeah. like listening carefully? Because that seems to be yeah, what they do there. It is. It is. It is. Of course, very different, uh, or not very different, but somehow different. If you perform in a country which is uh, culturally very close, mm-hmm. uh, like we are, we are from Estonia. So if we perform in um, in Eastern Europe. Uh, they understand us uh, in one way, like because we have like same similar background from the last uh, fifty years or something or more. But or also Finland, which is our neighboring country, and uh, which has a very close related languages, and so they it's easy to perform there. Uh, but it's also absolutely perfect to perform or great to perform in in Chile or or in um, Taiwan uh, and uh, to to understand that uh, they actually get uh, excited uh, even quicker than the Estonians. So, uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, well, sometimes okay, Estonians yeah. can be a little bit reserved, as we know. <laughs> yeah, yes. We do have a little bit True. of that reputation. Yeah. Slow Estonians. <laughs> yeah, I yes. know. I, I know I've had the same issue over here. Sometimes turning the Estonians on to some different kinds of music, it takes time. But then once they're in, they're really in. You know, they're in for life. But um, that's really interesting. Yeah. And you've played uh, Canada for, uh, quite a few times now. Uh, you, you did some big festivals last. Uh, I think it was last year. Yes, we we've been performing in Canada uh, like three times now. Uh, but yeah, last year we had 
the first the tour in in uh, British Columbia and then later in, in the eastern coast and and then we had the tour in US also uh, last year. Mm-hmm. So so and that was um, so last year was the uh, a lot of North America and uh, and it was uh, different from Europe uh, mainly because the fest we were if we perform at festivals then the the way the festival folk music or ethno or world or traditional music festival is is programmed is a little bit different, uh, but not not but just a little bit. So there are some nuances and it's it's all all exciting and and, and nice and there there, are, there is an expectation that if you perform at the ethno music festival uh, or then uh, it would be nice if you would also be able to give a workshop. So we gave a lot of workshops last year mm-hmm. and uh, taught uh, uh, yeah, different things, like including folk dancing. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. You know, for, for a small country like Estonia, I'm going to just talk about this for, for a second. There's, there's an incredible amount of talent coming out of, uh, of Estonia, and the same goes for Finland. So, and you guys are sort of like ambassadors for the great music coming out, you know, along with some others. So what do you what do you attribute that to? Is that your your infrastructure there? Is it really nicely set up to export uh, music to other countries? Is that uh, is that why why you're able to tour so much and and you have such a good support system in place? And the music, like I say, is is just generally, um, I find you know more unique than perhaps other countries. I guess uh, there are very many different factors, and it depends also what kind of music you're looking for, what 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 scene. Uh, so maybe if you're looking at the mainstream pop, uh, there are not so many artists that could be uh, that that are known from Estonia. No, that's true. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot of like, of course, classical new music. You can have Arvo Bart, of course, and uh, and and. Um, uh, and some others, but uh, in uh, there are uh, quite many people coming, uh, bands or performers, artists coming from the so-called uh, traditional music scene or, or ethno or, mu- or world music scene because um, that that is really strong. In so Estonia you mean like Trad Attack and uh, others yes. like that? Yes, we oh, I know have been yeah. very very popular tour, touring all, all around the world. So yeah. that is also a hip hop artist, uh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy Cash. Yes, he's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's also touring a lot, but uh, uh, but yeah, there are quite many. Like there is the, uh, uh, Loop, of course, and Trad Attack, and then uh, Duo Root. Uh, yes, they're making a lot of noise now. Duo Root. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to 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 get out of the country financially? Does it? Are you getting some help from from uh, the Estonian government, or is, are you looking for more help, or is it? And now with COVID, have you found it very that, 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 more difficult to that, travel? I think that is the last brick that you need. Uh, but there are many layers you have to have before, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think the first it starts from the fact that actually it is very strong uh, uh, scene in Estonia. The, this kind of uh, modern uh, uh, folk or traditional music, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, people are. A lot of musicians are even the ones who have not studied folk music, like we have never been studying it. But it's it's kind of easy or almost natural to 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 try with these uh, influences, and and uh, it started all 
many, many years ago. But uh, yeah, there is a huge movement of this kind of uh, bands or artists influenced by uh, ethno music or traditional music. And uh, and um, there is a very nice festival, Vilandi Folk Music Festival. If you happen to be in Estonia in summertime, please uh, come and uh, and uh, and check it out. Yes, I've been on the on the grounds there once before, as I have a cousin who lives there. And uh, when I was in Esti, I actually walked the grounds there, and I told myself I need to go there one year, as it is apparently it's one of the world's best um, organized festivals with uh, talent from all over the world coming in. And what is surprising for many visitors is that uh, there are so many young people in this. Uh, folk or world music uh, scene in Estonia. So many teenagers and the atmosphere is... That's really interesting, actually, to hear that. Yeah. Uh, and why, why do you think yeah. they're, they're having more of a of a uh, interest in this kind of music as opposed to, let's say, pure pop? Um, why do you think that is? Is it is it because they're, they're trying to discover their roots and, and where they came from and uh, the history of, of Estonia and the, and the background of some of these old instruments and the folklore and all the stories and the narratives that are, that are at play there? Of course, Estonia has a very rich history as well. Yes, that also has an importance, of course, uh, but... Um... Of course, there are people who have like this kind of very romantic feelings about their uh, ethnic background and culture. Yes, and uh, and take it very seriously. But not all people who enjoy uh, this kind of music are, can say that they do it because they are Estonians and that's very important for them. <laughs> so uh, I, I I think that there is just so much fresh um, uh, so much fresh uh, inspiration that you can get from the um from from different traditional music music or, or or folklore so if you if you go there to the archives or or, or listen to other artists or uh, and get the inspiration from there or or take an instrument for example as a talharpa uh, and then then you try to translate it to the contemporary life or the of your or, or your own life experience and then the outcome might be sometimes uh, more fresh than just copying the um, the like mainstream pop or whatever um, internationally st- styles. But yeah, so well, let, well, let's give you your you, you some credit as well with uh, with Bulu because honestly. I, I don't really know how to describe what you do, and if I were to compare it to something else, I would be hard pressed to even come up with a comparison to something else like that that's so you know like almost everybody sounds like somebody else like you can listen to music you know and there's 80,000 uh, songs going up now every day as you probably know on Spotify like I think it may be even 100,000 now and let's face it you know probably 99% of those sound like something else but you guys just have a unique sound that doesn't sound like anybody else so I think you've really come on to something very very unique and special and uh you know that's why I'm honored to do this interview because um, everybody that I've turned you you on to here has just been oh my god Tom where are these guys wow this is like nothing I've ever heard before this is amazing so you know like so I just wanted to, to put that out there that you have to take some credit too here for just coming up with something very unique with the electronics and your humor and your lyrics it's it's just a great package 
let's move a little bit now to um, you know your recordings. You've made two recordings so far, correct? Or have you, uh, maybe you, 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 those have been officially released, and that's on your own label, correct? Yeah, two LPs. Yes, um, there are singles also, but uh, yeah. Now, have you had any aspirations to to try to be with a bigger record company, or do you care? Or are you happy on your own doing everything? What's your What's your thoughts on that? Yes, we are very happy now because we have a very small label and uh, it is fully dedicated to us to our our, our career even we can say so so you don't you don't need you don't need a big label to, to to come in and all of a sudden you lose control yeah that 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 is of course a very good topic so uh, we haven't got like very like uh, this idea that we would need to have a very big label but because there is always the risk that if you are on the big label that uh, they um you know they they offer a lot potentially but there is also a risk that they they kind of forget about you well that's why i'm asking because uh obviously they could you know give you more money for videos or more money for touring etc tour support which which might come in handy are you sure are you sure does it work like that well it depends obviously on the label there's there's companies like bmg who who are doing extremely well who who are signing you know uh, not only big yeah. acts, but acts that of your of your level as well, or something that yeah. they think could translate to a bigger audience. But uh, yeah. uh, maybe they'll come yeah, to you one day, and you'll be able to dictate your own terms. Maybe, yeah. But uh, what does it mean? Like more money for touring? Uh, we don't actually. What we need is uh, just uh, opportunity and uh, some audience. If it is already there, like a festival, for example, then mm -hmm. it is not so expensive for us. We are just two persons traveling. With, uh, <laughs> and there is no special luggage, just very small instruments and a little bit electronics. So it's it's not expensive for us to travel. No. And, um, uh, you know, to be honest, I, I don't think you, you seem to be lacking anything either because your videos are really, are really cool and well done. And, uh, you know, what would somebody else offer you? So I think you you're, uh, also should be commended on having a cottage industry that's uh, very successful. You know, you're you're kind of like a, a yes. blueprint or role model for for artists to 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 look at and go, mm -hmm. hey, look at us, we're doing just fine. Yeah, we are. We are uh, every year we are doing better a little bit and uh, getting more and more and more uh, audience and uh, uh, more important festivals or whatever. But um, we are still not experts on how the music business really works and uh, what are the like best opportunities or how should we actually act or what should we do so we we just uh, so somehow started to go uh, with the flow and every year we we met uh, better opportunities of course during the covid there was a, a little bit uh, uh, a small a break in in touring but but still um still so um, uh, but but what I always I, I do always for example think like what what is the right strategy whether we should concentrate on one specific marketing market more like uh, for example North America or just use the opportunity to tour everywhere uh, to go to Asia to any, anywhere they invite us so how what how do we keep the balance between the home uh, market Estonian audience like uh, to performing here and uh, and abroad and and how to um, not uh, perform too much, uh, you know. Um, so, uh, and I think that there are very many, um, very many ways, uh, very many 
paths uh, that different artists use. And uh, for some artists, uh, one path is more effective and for another one, it's uh, who does everything wrongly and it still works out very well for them. So that Ramo Ramo has done all the recording and all the mixing. Mm -hmm. So so it is, sometimes it's in music industry, it depends on music scene, but sometimes it's quite exceptional that that you, you do all yourself, but uh, for and he has also drawn the he illustrations for our <laughs> our albums and. Uh, no, Ram, Rambo's done an amazing job. He's a, he it is self taught mostly, so he has a long history in uh, in in music and and uh, many years before we met, I already admired uh, his uh, his work uh, as a solo artist and. And he has experimented a lot with the recording. And well, he does a great job, and the artwork is also outstanding. So, I'm glad you brought that up. So, what are, what are some of your uh, your goals then in the next year regarding uh, recording, touring, etc.? What, what what are you hoping that will happen? Uh, we hope that uh, that uh, the things that we have started uh, uh, that they continue. That we we we've been uh, touring in uh, North America. Uh, last year and we have performed in some very nice festivals and um, uh, and we uh, we see a lot of uh, great uh, festivals uh, coming uh, for us this year also uh, and uh, we just um, any chance in coming back to Canada soon maybe not this year but I, I think maybe next year okay so yeah we hope that we find a perfect uh, <laughs> um a balance between uh, like how to choose the the places where to perform and and things like that and uh, and balance between family life and uh, and traveling uh, so and uh, we hope to keep this um, excitement and uh, and keep um, keep alive this um, this joy of uh, of uh, performing so because we have we are really performing a lot um, um I think last year it was 120 gigs. Oh wow, that's that's great. Yeah, but uh, and uh, and we still we still love it. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, well, your audience uh, is definitely growing for sure. It is, yeah, it is growing, and and it's it's very diverse. Like we can sometimes we perform for like people um, with a age over 60 or 70, even or 80, and. Uh, and sometimes for teenagers and uh, some and and they like for for very intimate uh, audience like a small audience uh, sitting and listening uh, and we can have a lot of uh, like uh, talks in between songs and sometimes just a, a huge uh, festival with people dancing and jumping and uh, and with a very great uh, power <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, we love we, we love it we love um, love performing we love uh, uh, jamming with tal harpa and uh, and uh, we love also this uh, idea that this very um, unique instrument uh, gets more and more popular yeah well this is just an idea off the top of my head here but it it looks to me like um you also could perhaps find some collabor- collaborators that um you know i'm going to just throw the word bjork out there you know somebody that would really appreciate what you're doing or perhaps you could look into also some kind of possibilities in that that way to expand your audiences uh, 
I'm sure there's some other musicians yeah. around that uh, you you would be you know honored to play with, and, and vice versa that yeah. they would be back to, to you because you yeah. offer them something. That happened in Estonia. Now we we had a collaboration um, with one um, hip hop group or pop hip hop group, like not a very alternative one, but yeah, it is. It is um, uh, well, they are they are popular in Estonia only. But extremely popular here. Uh, so, uh, and they there are there's five guys and uh, like classical this kind of hip hop uh, group, and uh, they called us that okay, um, could we do a, a live together? And and we said why not uh, because uh, it uh, it was definitely out of our comfort zone uh, because it's more logical maybe to do a collaboration with another folk. Uh, or traditional music, uh, or or jazz musician, or or whatever, mm-hmm. but with this kind of uh, pop hip hop group, uh, uh, not so many. Um, um, uh, maybe I don't know invitations. <laughs> so and when they called, we we thought, why not? Let's try. And uh, it turned out uh, really, really, uh, really great and uh, and inspiring also. And uh, we were. We were we were both uh, very positively surprised how well um, it matched together. So we we didn't just make cover songs of each other, but we we made a, a live live session or live live yeah, huge concert in in Estonia. Yes. Um. For for okay, that was uh, one thousand eight hundred people. Like um, wow, uh, that's a big crowd. Yeah, that's the full full house in 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 Tallinn. One for for Estonia, it's a big crowd. Yeah, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll then, say it's even big for here. <laughs> yeah, that's really and, good. Uh, Who is the group, yeah, by the way? It's called uh, Five Minus. Vis Minus, like five. Vis Minus. Number five. Vis Minus. Yeah. Okay. Is that up but on the are, streaming uh, services already? Uh, uh, not. Uh, I mean, the the live. I think you can watch it also. The the live is up, and you can. Uh, it's. Um, it was uh, online, and you can watch it all through the year if you want. But on uh, YouTube, but maybe yeah. Or uh, not on YouTube, but on some sort of pre-paid uh, channel. Channel. Tilly, Tilly channel. Okay, so you so the performance was in front of eighteen hundred people. Yes. Wow. Yes, and uh, and probably there is going to be another one in 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 South Estonia also in Tartu. No, no. All you have to do is repeat that in every country. <laughs> Hey, find uh, who's I popular would... in their country and 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 join up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. How this uh, hip hop uh, lyrics, the just this uh, rapping, yeah, it, it suited very well to to our back. I, I can see it so being it, a perfect match. Perfect. Yeah. So so it was more like a um, mashup style. Uh, so we 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 shared the songs well, who would who would be your dream artist from north america do you have any that you want to you're, you're going to approach <laughs> well the 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 experience is that actually sometimes it's better even uh, not to do with your dream artist but to do some with somebody who is maybe doing something quite different mm-hmm, uh, sure. so yeah so of course we have a lot of artists that we are a lot of huge fans but uh, it doesn't mean that <clears throat> that the collaborations would be perfect uh, maybe it would be perfect with somebody right from very different scene even okay i've got um, a, a question that i'm asking everybody uh in my new season here and uh just uh it's uh, i'm going to pretend i'm giving you a magic wand okay 
and uh, and I've got one here too. If I can wave this wand three times and you can have anything you want changed in the music industry that would affect you, what would they be? Anything, recording, more streaming royalties, whatever you want. What would you do to change the business to make it better for you for you both? Uh, I, I should give them money for the, somehow give them money for the beginners and for the music teachers and for the alternative music, which doesn't uh, get money. <laughs> okay, great point. So get, get more support to teachers teaching, uh, teaching music. Exactly. In Estonia, I think the, the teacher's situation is quite, quite sad in a way. So it's, it's, you mean financially they don't make much money? Is that what you mean, Rama? They're not well paid? Yes, yes. They make more money than the uh, average musician in Estonia. But if you are mm. becoming popular, if, you, if, if, if people really are ready to pay for your lives, then you get much more money, yeah. But if you are just, mm -hmm. you have studied it and you try to, if if you're not famous or very popular, then 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 you don't earn much, yeah. Then you then those people mostly go teaching because this at least is stable, stable thing. income, yeah. So I think I I don't mm -hmm. agree with Ramo that the that teacher's life is sad in Estonia, but because it's but it but it depends. If you compare with Finland, then it's uh, of course different. But if you compare with the other professions in Estonia, then it is more or less the same. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Marco? What are, where are you, what are three things that you would you would change if you could wave your magic wand that would would help? Yeah, if we, if it really would be a magic wand, then mm -hmm. I would, would like to make every month uh, to be like July or August. <laughs> okay, I like that. That's because, good. Yeah, because like uh, not because of the weather, but I don't know uh, for some. Yeah, mainly because of the weather. There are all all the only like most festivals are happening during July or August. Yes, um, and uh, it uh, uh, in this uh, uh, northern uh, part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not in Australia, maybe, but uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe there also. I don't know. But uh, uh, and yeah, not in South Pole. But uh, so it's uh, really. Um, a short, uh, short window, um, like where you, if you really want to perform at many places and and to to leave a good impression at festivals, then you have to really carefully choose whether you go this year to this place or that place. So, <laughs> so you would like to have every uh, the possibility of playing great festivals every month, as opposed to they're all jammed into July and August. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But of course, I kind of, I, I, I kind of start uh, getting used to it now. So I, we, we plan that. Of course, if it's, if it's summertime, we, we, we perform much more. Mm -hmm. If it's or, or during the, the uh, around Christmas also, and, and then January, February, we make m new projects, new songs, and, and less performing. So, it's, uh, it's also okay. But it kind of, uh, it's sometimes very sad that oh. We can't come to this festival because it's <laughs> yeah it's at the same time. Okay, number two, so, what would you change? What I would like to change also is uh, the fact that you have to choose if you really if you're really working uh, as a professional musician and this is your main income. Of course, then you have to think about money. Yes. Yes. And if you think about money, then you have to start thinking that uh, the countries where you are performing, they need to have a an audience that can pay for the albums and and concerts and and you know mm -hmm. so uh, if you're thinking rationally you should choose or prefer north america and europe 
uh, to let's say South America and Africa. Uh, so we are, we are not performing so much in South America. We we did one in Chile and uh, uh, at Momad Festival, and the 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 crowd was just amazing. But it's expensive and, to get there, and yeah, it's expensive to get there, which is but and then the 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 ticket sales would not be that big because the people are don't have that kind of money. No. Yeah, well, that's just simple, and that's kind of in this way. It is kind of sad that you you get inspiration from music that comes from maybe that area, but you perform it in the rich countries, and uh, and uh, so. I see where you're going with this. Sure, you would you would love yeah. love the other countries that can't necessarily afford you to be able to afford you because you love performing yeah. for them, and you know that the they love seeing you coming from so far yeah. away. Coming yeah, from Estonia to go, to go yeah. down there must be very special yeah. for them too. Yeah, we love performing to to North America and Europe also. We really love it, but we would also love to perform in 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 some countries where, uh, yeah, where, which can be very inspiring and, and and nice environments, but just the people can't afford the the tickets and and it then yeah. So, the, but that that's really it's not the problem for music business. It's problem for much bigger problems. So. <laughs> So, but I, so, I see your point. Yep. And the thing is that we are not complaining too much because we are doing well. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, and we are we are also relatively selling very well the the the, the CDs and and uh, vinyls. So of course uh, the numbers can be bigger, but we we are not so much dependent dependent on the uh, streaming. So no. In, yeah. Well, th- well, uh, I'm glad you mentioned vinyl because. Um, on one of my next podcasts coming up, I have a specialist on vinyl coming coming on, and um, he said it saved his whole store. And you know, the stores that were going to close uh, a year or two ago now are all doing well because of vinyl, and the kids are are paying the money because they know that it's special to hold vinyl in, vinyl in your hand to 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 sit down in in front of your speakers. If you have real mm-hmm. ones, you know where 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 they they actually sound really good. Not and um, and it's a it's a exercise in appreciating music. So I I'm so happy to hear that your vinyl sales are going well. And I just heard this morning that vinyl sales have now surpassed CD sales in North America for the first time. So it looks oh, like that's mm-hmm. going going to go keep going up. So that's good news mm-hmm. for all all musicians, particularly independent yeah. ones. You sell vinyl at your shows too, I believe, live as a merch on the merch table. Yeah, we we do mostly yes, yes, and CDs also. That's good. I I ask everybody that because um, I find it interesting what people are are you know wanting to improve out there. And and uh, when Ramo mentioned music teachers, I've had yeah. I've had one or two other people also say that. So, and one more thing that I can add. That is that uh, I I still I am still very surprised uh, why the art artists uh, need uh, uh, this kind of what they it is called uh, like um, uh, what, do you, what do you, uh, if you, like what do you call it not a writer but uh, like um, oh all the demands for a show like like you know like ten cases of beer backstage and is do you mean that like yeah, a writer yeah 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 it's it's called it's called uh, like this because uh, some of them are out pretty outrageous yeah okay. So I understand the logic is that if an artist comes, then it, uh, they they need to have some food and some place to 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 take a rest and and so on. Yeah, basics. And, uh, yeah, basics. Yeah. So, and it is in different countries. It is different in Europe. It is uh, especially big thing. So 
if it is a festival, it is mostly in Europe. It is very good. Uh, this kind of uh, uh, backstage uh, food, catering, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it is somehow funny because if I if I if I invite uh, a person to to build a new uh, uh, stew or, or or a roof or 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 I don't know a construction worker, uh-huh. I I I wouldn't expect that I will need to. Make cook a dinner for for these guys, yeah. So, or if you okay, I see, where, I see where you're going. I want to ask one thing. In Finland, this is this is tradition. If you ask uh, one builder to the build your, uh, you have to cook to the, them uh, to give uh, at least coffee. You do? <laughs> You're joking. You, for real, you have to cook them a meal? <laughs> and, and, oh, and give them coffee. Okay, well, that's not, that's kind of okay. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. Some some um, some festivals have to supply such a, a a large amount of rider that it puts a strain on their finances, too. And it's uh, some of it's just... Yeah. Um, Unnecessary, you know. The basics are what count. You know, do I have some food to eat so I feel good? Do I have a roof over my head? Um, you yeah. know, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. So you'd like to be more yeah, streamlined. Yeah. More streamlined. Yeah. It, it is. It is it unnecessary. Is it, it is good if you feel that you are you are wait you are you know people really love you and they really expect you and they really take care of you and we really enjoy it. But uh, sometimes I feel that. Uh, I'm I'm so I'm just so privileged. Well, you guys are so easy to get along with. I wish everybody was like that. Uh, I, I've booked many yeah. bands in the past, uh, you know, as a, even as a booking agent, and uh, you know, sometimes you look at the rider and you go, "Holy shit, you got to be kidding! Where are we going to get all that stuff from?" You know, and uh, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, listen, um, this has been really fantastic, and. Uh, I'm so grateful you made some time. I know Ramo's been on a uh, on a ship going back to uh, to Finland, and uh, I think he jumped into his car now. So, anyway, if some of some of the uh, the uh, sounds are a bit rough there, that's okay. Um, anyway, the next time you guys come to to town, I'll be in the front row for for sure. And um, all the best in the summer festivals in July and August. And I wish there were you know there was a uh, hundred more you could play because I know sometimes they all jam up on top of each other. Uh, and mm-hmm. keep up the fantastic work. Uh, you really are one of the most unique um, duos or groups or acts out out on this planet. I'm I'm convinced of that. I've been in the business my whole life, and I'm I'm just uh, honored and privileged to have you come on. And the more people I can turn on to to what you guys are doing, the the better. And keep it going, please, and make keep making the great music and concerts. Thank you very much. All the best Thank to you. you. Thank you, Don. Thank you a lot.